Yes, yes, yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Joined with my guys, Mr. Swerve Washington and Mr. Big Ballin. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah, I'm doing better than these birds in fucking baseball games, that's for sure. Did the Cardinals lose today, too? Oh, no, I'm talking about, like, actual birds. Like, oh, getting sure. hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one who got uh, drilled in uh, pregame pitcher toss and then uh, one that got drilled by a nat bat. Sheesh. Yeah, crazy yeah. stuff, man, crazy stuff. Wild wild day of MLB, too. Uh, Orioles choke away a win against the Yankees. Aaron Judge fucking ties the game on a sol- with a solo home run. And then the Orioles, top of the 10th, back-to-back strikeouts, can't even advance the runner on second, don't score. And then, of course, bottom of the 10th, Yankees win with a walk-off sack fly. What a way to win. What a way to lose. Yeah. Um, Blue Jays put up 20 20 runs today on the race. 20 runs. I don't know if that's sustainable, but... They've been slumping offensively, so that's good for them to kind of break out of that funk. Um, Bobby Miller makes his debut for the Dodgers. Goes, how many innings did he go? Five, six innings? Five. Gave up one run. Threw a lot of pitches, but nonetheless, great start. Atlanta, is uh, they continue to struggle mightily as well. I think that's four in a row that they've dropped. Um, What a day, man. What a day. Cubs win. Marlins dropped two in a row to the Rockies, a team that has been on some winning ways, and now they're starting to starting to uh two blown leads for the Marlins though. That's not that's not good. Yep. So it's a it's fascinating. We're in the fascinating times of Major League Baseball. We aren't even in the dog days of summer yet. We don't even No, we still got hockey and and uh, basketball going. Yep. And, uh, you know, usually around June, July is when we, we start to uh, separate the contenders in baseball from from the pretenders. Um, but we still have ways away. And, like, I feel like this year, it, compared to the last couple of years, I feel like there's so much parity in baseball this year. Like, last year we knew who the best teams were, you know what I mean? Like, this year I just feel like it's more wide open. Like, the Rays have the best record, but we're seeing them really come back down to earth lately. Uh, the Orioles have the second best record. Um, they got some things that they got to figure out offensively. But uh, what, what's your guys' thoughts on the season so far? It's been very entertaining. And even the teams that are at the bottom are being competitive. They're not getting blowed out. Well, and, let's let's be real, not the A's. Except for the A's. The A's are the, well, yeah, except for the, A's. the A's are in the exception. But. Shout, out, shout out to the A's. They only lost 3-2 to tonight against the, the Mariners' best pitcher. 
Um, Second, no, like third best pitcher. Luis Castillo? No, he pitched last night. Oh, okay. I thought he pitched tonight. And they got blown um, the fuck out last night. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 it's been a very entertaining season so far. Yep. You can tell that a couple of teams that's leading their division right now are definitely pretenders. Like who? <laughs> Brewers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they had a nice game tonight. Yeah, um, they've always been at the top, too. Like, yeah, and we've said that year after year where they should be at the top of that division, but that division is just so fucking so much of a dumpster fire that. Yeah, but yeah, we, all, we all agree the Cardinals are definitely the best team in that division. Yeah, and, and they're moving up. Yeah, they've, so. the Brewers squandered their opportunity, like, and so and did the Pirates. Pirates. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, the Cardinals had their worst start in franchise history, dude. They were 15 games under 500 at one point, and these teams all started to lose at the same time. And now the Cardinals are, what, five back of first place? Five or four. Yep. You know, and there's a, a lot of baseball to be played. I mean, we talked about it on Sunday. The Cardinals a week ago were plus 400 to win the division. On Sunday they were plus 200. I bet today they're plus 100. They're probably even money. And my big thing about this, this, the divisions are that, I mean, there's every division, almost everyone is still in it. Uh, I mean, I think you could take the nationals out of, uh, out of the national league East. I think you can take the Rockies out of the national league West. I think everybody's still in the central. I think everybody, eh, probably Kansas city is out of the central in the AL. Oakland is the only team out of the NL West, sorry, the AL West, and every single team is in the uh, AL East. Like we, I, I even in July, I don't think we're going to know who are pretenders and contenders because there are so many teams that are in the mix. Well, I'll tell you one team that is not going to make the playoffs. I'll give you two teams that will make the playoffs. One is the Mets; they will not make the playoffs this year. Agreed. And then the second one is the Guardians. You could pack them up right now. They can't uh, hit, bro. Uh, they can't hit, Ben. They yeah, but they're still hit. in it. They can't hit, but they're still in it. They're only three and a half games back, but and I mean, they can't hit. But I'm I'm dead ass not even lying, dude. If you gave me a choice between taking a White Sox future to win that division or a Guardians future, and like you know how high I was on the Guardians last year and in the but what's season. what's the difference between those two teams? The uh, pitcher? No, the the White Sox can actually hit. The Guardians can't hit, bro. They're they're enti- they don't have a single guy hitting over two sixty five. Yeah, but their their defense is a hell of a lot better than Chicago's. Yeah, but I mean, Chicago stamp, can't stop a nosebleed. They're negative fifty five runs allowed. But they run differential. But they're improving, and dude, Guardians probably won't get Tristan McKenzie back this year. And Shane Bieber is not what he was last year and in previous years. He's he he looked good against the Mets, but I mean, the Mets are they're not a good team. I don't, in my opinion, they can't hit either. Um, Logan Allen looks good, but he's young, and at some point he's going to regress too. Like they just they don't have that that starting pitching depth that they had last year. And and uh, Cal Quantrill, I mean, dude, that guy gives up home runs like it's fucking free pastry night, dude. Like every time he starts to give it up three, four home runs. Yeah, but the 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 problem is is that we know that Cleveland can hit. No, they can't though. They couldn't hit they- last year very well. They could hit last year. That was a big push of them making the playoffs, making their run, is that they were getting timely hitting and clutch hitting. Yeah, but they made the playoffs last year because they were an elite pitching team. They had great starting pitching, and they had the best bullpen, arguably. This year, Emmanuel Classe has 
as many blown saves as he had all of last year. And we're not even in June yet. Exactly. We're not even in June yet. We cannot make that. As but that. he's not as good as he was last year. And Karen check isn't as good as he was last year. And Tyler mm-hmm. Steffen isn't as good as he was last year. Those guys were nails last year. You get in the, they had a lead Y'all in the seventh inning. just need to get hot at the right time. Man, I just, I don't know if they can do it. They're still in the mix. Again, they're only three and a half games back with as bad as they're hitting right now. You cannot take them out of this, out of this division. There's no way. My my thing was Minnesota like, sucks. Did if you're sucks. Chicago sucks. Dan is giving you journey. Don't stop believing vibes right now. So keep believing. Yeah. No, I mean, but, okay. So but tell me tell me about this division. Minnesota sucks. Detroit sucks. Chicago sucks. And Kansas City sucks. Yeah, they all suck. So it's a battle. Yeah, battle, battle you, all you have to do is win that division. I trust, and you're in. I trust Minnesota's pitching and hitting more than I trust the Guardians right now. If, they, if we did, then they'd be more than two and a half games up on Detroit. Well, the problem with Minnesota is like they're like they home run or nothing, goes. dude. Yeah, they offense just goes like boom or bust. But but the, the Guardians, Guardians can't get on base, dude. Even Shane Bieber hasn't been looking that great this year. So, yep, That's we're a, still early. There's still a chance. Oh, I mean, I'm not, yeah, there's. I'm a not chance. putting any any emphasis oh, yeah, in anybody not, in that division yet. Uh. I just I don't, I'm more honestly, I'm more aligned with Jordan on this one. The Guardians are terrible, man. Yeah, I just don't. Well, but that's fine. But everybody else in that division, you can't say that Chicago is great. You can't say They're that Minnesota great, is great. You can't say that Detroit or but Kansas let me City. Ask you, but let me ask you this, Ben: If I ask you who has the best lineup in that division, who would you answer? Chicago. Exactly. All right. But what have they done? They, know, they've oh, had no, the I'm best not, team in that done, division not, for three years. But the, but the, this is the thing with Chicago, and they've squandered every single opportunity that they've had. Yeah, whether it's because of injury or because of stupid play. Yeah, I I don't disagree. But all right, so Dylan Cease has had he hit a little rough patch. He had three great starts to start the year, and then kind of had like five bad starts. He only gave up two runs today in seven innings. It was actually a a nice turnaround for him. And then Lucas Giolito's been great his last few starts. And even Michael Kopech has been nice in his last couple starts. And Kopech hits the mound tomorrow. And, uh, you know, if those guys, and even Lance Lynn, dude, Lance Lynn is like a 6 ERA, but he is like a 3 XFIP, dude. Like, he has been bit by the, a lot of bad luck, but he has a and high that's just rate. also because of what he's done in previous years, and he's just not that guy anymore. Sure, but he, he has a high K rate, but he's, like, he has a high bad average on balls in play, which usually is going to come down. Like he's not going to have a 320 batting average on balls in play at the end of the year. Like that's going to come down. His last start he went like what eight innings and gave up one run. Jesus. You're telling Chicago, 27th in earned run. Yeah, because dude they're 24th in whip. 21st in batting average. Yeah. I believe no, their bullpen is terrible. So you bullpen, also got to factor that in. But their bullpen's been a lot better lately. Yeah, yeah. They've been better the last week and a half. They've been a lot better. They had – because when uh, Joe Kelly got back from injury, he had a couple outings where he gave up like four runs and didn't even fucking pitch an inning. I mean, dude, all these teams in the Central are very flawed. That's my point. They just – they lost the series to – oh, no, sorry. They won the Guardian series 2-1. to one. Now they're up. It's tied 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Um. They beat Kansas City. I'm surprised, and they're going to be Kansas they're going to be Cleveland there. tomorrow too. We'll see about that. I don't necessarily trust that, bro. Cal Quantrill's on the mound, dude. He's giving up at least four dingers. <laughs> yeah, but if, can Chicago hit four dingers? Yeah, dude. Lou Bob, 
fucking Eloy. That's the one. I think Burger. I think Burger. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Is Burger back yet? No, nah, I don't think he's back yet. Okay. They need him back. Though. He gonna, you can put him down for a double cheeseburger. You gonna to, going to Burger tomorrow if he was playing against Carl Control. Uh, let's hop into these uh, some games for tomorrow. Uh, the, the the AL Central is probably going to be the most fascinating division to watch, though, because it is the most open division. Like, I don't think that there is a betting favorite. Obviously, the Twins are up by how many games right now, Ben? Two and a half? Two and a half, yep. I think that, I don't know, the Twins are just, Joe Ryan, Sonny Gray, uh, Pablo Lopez, they probably have the best starting rotation, and they probably all have the best bullpen, too, with Pablo Lopez, I mean, um, I'm sorry, um, Jorge Lopez, and Julio Duran in the back end. But, dude, that team just can't hit, dude. <laughs> like, nope. they cannot hit, bro. It's it's nasty. They remind me of the Guardians a little bit last year. But we'll see. I feel like the Twins' runs all come in bunches. Like, they'll have a five-game span where they'll put up a hell of runs, and then they won't score for, like, three games. It's just how it goes. Let's talk about these games tomorrow. Let's start with uh, the Blue Jays and the Rays. So the Blue Jays coming off a 20-run game. I would back them at your own peril. Uh, They're sending Yusei Kikuchi to the mound. He's 5-1 on the season with a 4.08 ERA, 1.32 whip. He will be opposing AL Cy Young betting favorite Shane McClanahan, who's 7-0 7-0 on the year with a 2.05 ERA with a 1.19 whip. Right now, currently, Tampa Bay minus 200. Toronto plus 165. The total's at 8. What do you guys think about this game? I think it's, in my opinion, it's going to be a huge bounce-back game for the Rays. Probably won't see 20 runs scored again. Uh, McCannahan is their best pitcher. He's probably the odds-on favorite to win the Cy Young right now in the AL. Um, the only thing with him, though, he falls in love with the fastball, and sometimes he loses um, control of it, and that's when he gets knocked around a little bit. They don't, like, string together multiple. Well, when you string together multiple hits against him, unfortunately, a couple of those hits be home runs, and that could really hurt. So I really think that uh, it's a big bounce back for uh, – for the race, I probably seen one in a close game, probably like a five to three, four to two type game. I don't think uh, the over probably safe. I mean, the under is probably safe to bet tomorrow, honestly, because Kikuchi he does give up solid contact, but usually the solid contact he's been giving up this year has been hit right at somebody, so that's kind of saving him. So, but you know, he can't have a meltdown. Yeah, and his last two starts have not been great. Yeah, so that that definitely worries me. Uh, against and his, and his last two, two starts are good teams too. Oh yeah, and and that's what I was I was going to go another two good offensive teams, and and Tampa Bay is an offensive team, and you know we look at at his previous starts, the only one he really you know got raked on was against the Angels, but that was you know back on April 9th, his second start of the season. So I don't know how much you can put into that, but. He's gotten hit up by Boston. He's gotten hit up by Atlanta. And he's get up, gotten hit up by Baltimore. Um, he did pitch well against Tampa Bay at the beginning of the year. Um, but even then, there's there's a lot that's changed. A lot of pitches. A lot of, uh, you know, second time seeing this pitcher. You know, there's, there's a lot to change. And 
the emotions that Tampa Bay is going to have, I, I think, are are big. So, yeah, Tampa uh, Tampa kills righties too. So, you know, I don't I, I don't know if I like the over or the under here. I can see Tampa Bay putting up even six runs. Then you got, uh, you know, once we get to the bullpen of uh, Tampa Bay, you know, you get three runs there, and it can it can easily go over in the six three game. Yeah. <sighs> I, uh, I'm going to stay away from that one. I like backing teams who get blown out the next game. Yeah. Because 100% emotions the, are there. Yeah. They're going to be more motivated to, to win the game. Obviously like getting blown out like that 20 to one, especially at home. It's quite an embarrassment. Um, and you know, you say Kikuchi, like he started, Started the year a little up and down, but like that race start really got him going for a few starts, and then he's kind of come back down to earth. Um, he doesn't give up a ton of hard contact, only 38% hard contact, which I mean is kind of high, but uh, 4.16 Sierra, 4.3 XFIP. So you know, he's kind of pitching to his ERA, that's kind of where he's at. And then he's opposing Shane McClanahan, obviously, Shane McClanahan is coming off a start against Milwaukee, he went seven innings, zero earned, seven strikeouts. He had a little bump in the road against uh, the Yankees, but I feel like he's kind of righted the ship since then. Um, and like I said, like coming off that major blowout, minus 200 is a lot to lay. Uh, it's probably a stay away game for me, to be honest. Um, so I think you can even take round line here. Yeah, maybe maybe throw a little half unit on a minus one and a half. Um We'll take first five minus a half a run, too. I think you can get some money there. My only thing is, like, dude, Toronto was coming off a five-game losing streak. They had lost uh, seven of their last eight, and they really hadn't been swinging the sticks well at all. So I I am a little concerned that maybe, you know, they they busted the, the sticks out, dude, and now maybe they have a little bit of confidence. I do think that facing McClanahan's a little bit of a, Hey guys, you you know you finally got your bats going. Here's yeah. here's Shane McClanahan. <laughs> Good yeah. luck, dude. So maybe maybe playing the under, maybe playing maybe playing uh Tampa Bay first five minus half a run. Um, yeah. you know I I think something like that might be might be where I go. Maybe playing uh the whole total over eight. You know this could go over eight. I think that's a good thing too. Is that it is a solid number at eight. Yeah. It doesn't have that hook there. So, you know, of course you're not playing for a tie or a push, but if it does hit that eight, you know, you don't win, you don't lose. Yeah, I think I think my most comfortable bet of this game is is Ray's first five minus a half. Yeah. If I had to make a play on this. I agree on that one. I, I even, I'm even going to go full game at minus one and a half. Toronto's also not very good against lefties. They are, uh, where is it? 17th in weighted runs created plus 104, 132 ISO. Tampa Bay, on the other hand, against lefties, 162 weighted runs created plus 272 ISO. We're talking an elite team against left-handed pitching. So I kind of, I definitely lean that raise first five minus a half, which will probably be like minus 140. Both these pitchers are lefties, right? Yep. Both teams hit better against lefties. Toronto does not. Toronto hits righties a lot better. Toronto hits lefties better. 
No, Toronto against righties, 106 WRC plus against lefties, 104 WRC plus. Oh, they have a 10 point, 12 point better batting average. They have a six point better OP, uh, on base percentage. Doesn't matter. They have a 30 point higher ISO. Uh, they have a way better weighted on base average. You know who his lefties well? The Washington Nationals. <laughs> yep. The Nationals do, the Orioles do, the, and the Rays are number one. The, the Giants. Giants. My Giants. Yep. Colorado's the actually, to tell us that. Colorado's actually the worst against lefties. <laughs> Cleveland and Milwaukee short behind. Giants have actually got better against lefties because they they uh, faced a couple of bad lefties. Recently. Uh, they're getting some players back too, which helps. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'm at with this. I, I lean raise first five minus a half. That's where I'm at. All right, let's move on agreed. to our. Oh, what's up? Go ahead. I just said agreed. Okay. All right, let's move on to our next game. We got the Orioles at the Yankees. Uh, the Orioles are sending Tyler Wells to the mound. He's three and one on the year with a two point nine four ERA and a point seven nine WHIP. Going against Nestor Cortez, Nasty Nestor, who has come back down to earth this year, four and two on the year with a five point two one ERA, one point two eight WHIP. Um, right currently, the Yankees minus one forty on the money line seems very off. Yankee or uh, Orioles plus one fifteen. The total is at eight and a half, fellas. What do we like here? Uh, like a big bounce back from the Orioles. They definitely should have won tonight. Uh, you don't usually hear this often, but the bullpen let them down tonight. Um, you know what happens every once in a while when you got a Cano and a Bautista. You know they can't be perfect. Well, Cano's been perfect, but yeah. Bautista can't be perfect all the time. And I just kind of felt it when Aaron Judge came up to bat. I'm like, yeah, man, this game is probably going to get tied right now <laughs> because he his his location wasn't pinpoint. If you miss. Against Aaron Judge, he's going to make you pay. So plus, Judge is cheating too, so he knows what pitches. Oh yeah. Oh well, well, well. Did he have wandering eyes tonight? I don't. I don't know. I'm just. He I'm always just, has. <laughs> I'm, just me- I'm just messing. You're looking around. at the first base coach. He right? always has wandering eyes. Oh man, that's funny. Or somebody was talking shit or uh, in, the, in the dugout. That's why he was looking. But yeah, um, yeah I like Tyler Wells. Been pitching good. You know the Orioles. I'm going to go on a limb and say they are the real deal. They can easily win this division. If if the Rays slip to – if the Rays even start playing 500 ball, the Orioles have a real good shot at winning this division. Because I don't Man. see – and the Rays have a lot of injuries, and I think it's going to start to get to them later on in the, in, in, in the year for sure. If Glasnow comes back and he's not the Glasnow he was during that COVID run where they made it to the World Series – the Rays are going to be in some trouble because that bullpen is already starting to get taxed and they're starting to give up runs already. So, yeah, for the last two weeks or so, they've been playing 500 ball. So, I mean, they're already starting that. Yep. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be looking at the over under here. Um, it is at eight and a half. So, you do have that hook there, but I'm more specifically going to be looking at the first five. Um, you've got Nestor Cortez, who has been, he's been shaky. Uh, you know, to say the least, he hasn't gotten out of a game with uh, less than two runs um, in his starts. Some of them even drop into four and a third, four and two thirds innings. 
Um, I, I guess the, his first start back April 3rd, he had, uh, he had one earned run, um, but he has been letting up a lot of runs go and Baltimore hits, uh, hits lefties pretty well. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of banking on that. And then if you look at Tyler Wells, same thing yet, he, he did have that good start against Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh has been, you know, majorly struggling. Um, but other than that, he's, uh, I guess you could say that Atlanta where they lost three to two, he did have a good start five innings, uh, three hits, one earned, but he is letting up uh, some, you know, some runs against good teams. So I'm expecting that the Yankees are going to get some runs off of him. They hit righties well. Um, so I'm going to say first five over. What are we going to be like? Four runs, four and a half, four, four and a half, probably four and a half runs. Um, I think you can, you know, pray that it's sitting there at four. Um, you know, if you can get it at four and a half, it's probably going to hit that as well. Um, so. I'm going to go over on that first five and, you know, looking at the whole game, I can see this going over, um, you know, looking at the, the series that they've had, you know, you've had 11 runs, eight runs, five runs and 13 runs in the, uh, in the age or sorry, the Orioles Yankees game. So these are high scoring affairs. Um, and I can see tomorrow's being another. Yeah. Um, Nestor is usually good at home. This year, he has not been good at home. He has almost a six ERA at home. Uh, not only he has a five point two one ERA, five xFIP. He has a four point four nine Sierra. I mean, this guy, he's just he's really regressed back down to earth. He doesn't give up a ton of hard contact, thirty one percent, but a lot of it gives up a lot of medium contact, which is usually like gappers, right? So he's giving up a lot of extra base hits. 305 average on, on balls in play. Um, and he has a low left on base percentage at 66%. Tyler Wells, on the other hand, the one thing about Tyler Wells is he's a difficult pitcher to get used to because he's so tall. He's six foot seven, so stride to the mound. Like the ball's coming out a lot quicker than normal pitchers. He doesn't throw a lot of gas, but. Because of his length, I mean, he strikes out a ton of batters, right? Because they're just not used to it. The Yankees did get to him in their first start. Gave up, he gave up four runs in six innings the first start against them. Um, but he had a lot of bad luck because his exit back in only 3.68. So I, I I don't hate the first five over Ben. I think you're kind of – I kind of like that play. Um I, I think this is mispriced, though, dude. Like, I don't think the Yankees should be a minus-140 favorite here. Like, this should be more of a pick em type game, in my opinion. And because of that, like, I have to play the Orioles at this price. Like, I would play them to even money, plus-115 to even money. I think this is totally a mispriced play. 15-6, and six, I would underdogs. Hold on, what's that? They're 15-6 and six undergo- underdogs. They're fifteen to six as underdogs. Yeah, yeah, they're one of the best teams as underdogs. They're also yeah, one of the best teams. underdogs for some reason. <laughs> they're also one of the best teams off a loss too. Seventy percent win percentage off a loss. Yankees only a fifty-one percent win percentage after a win. What did Colton Kowser do? Why is he a day to day? Oh, he hamstring. Oh Jesus! So there was rumors because uh, the. The Orioles signed like they uh they traded for a 
for a triple A player for cash considerations. So everyone was thinking like, oh, Jordan Westberg or Colton Cowser's getting called up, but the but it was Cowser got hurt. Maybe it's day to day. They just uh security. Yeah. Piece I mean, there? He's he's gonna get called up, bro. I don't know I don't know if you watched the top of the tenth inning today, but and, and the whole game, I mean Anthony Santander had like two strikeouts with a runner in, in scoring position. But in the top of the tenth, dude, you have a runner on second and your first two guys strike out. Bro, you gotta get you gotta advance that runner, dude. That's your yeah. only job with no outs. It's to advance the runner from second to third. Colton Kowser is going to get called up at some point in the next month. And Jordan Westberg isn't going to be far behind. He'll get called up too. Yep. Yeah, their fucking farm system is so damn good. Yep. <laughs> and Heston Kersad, he's going to get traded for uh, Corbin Burns at some point this year. Okay, you think that's who's going he might as well just leave Corbin Burns where he's at. Like I said, John Means is coming back, Ben. So I, I think until you see what Means has, I don't think they do much because if Means comes back as the ace that he was, I mean, you just you get a free upgrade right there, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens, but. Uh, yeah, I like the I'm a I'm going O's money line plus one fifteen here. Not a bad bet. I don't ever fade my guy Tyler Wells ever. I'm back him every every time he pitches and he he did nothing last year but win me money, so it's hard to uh hard to go against my guy. Yeah. I also bet him plus uh thirty thousand to win the Cy Young before the season. It has no chance. <laughs> Some good luck there, huh? It has no chance. That's why the number was so high, but it's all right. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next game. We got the Dodgers versus the Braves. Do we have a pitching matchup in this game? Uh, I'm seeing Tony Gosselin versus... Bryce Elder? Bryce Elder. All right. Because I'm not seeing uh, on covers they don't have pitchers listed. But that it, that's the official pitching matchup. That's what I see on ESPN. I'm opening up Odd Sharks right now. I for some reason didn't have that up. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Gonsolin and Elder. Let me see uh, Dodgers official website. Let's see what we got here. Just to keep it, so we're absolutely sure. Because, I mean, the Dodgers just got so many injuries right now. We don't know who's starting from one day to yeah. the next. So to the Braves for that, for that matter. Yeah. I think with both of these pitchers, even though they don't have too many starts, I think you got to go under. Yeah, the Braves have it listed. on the. I'm sorry, on the Dodgers website, they have it listed Gonsolin versus Elder. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we good on that. So uh, so Dodgers uh, plus even money, plus 100. Braves minus 120. The total's at nine. What do you think about this one, Irv, since you're the Dodgers fan? Uh, honestly, I love the under. Uh, even though my Dodgers do kill right-handers, Elder has been pretty damn good. And until he has a regression, I'm not going to – I wouldn't bet uh, him 
there's a game going over. Gosling hasn't gave up more than one run, and I think uh, I think he only gave up more than one run in one of his early starts. But you know, yeah, he's a Philly. Yeah, but he doesn't, yeah, go over, a, he doesn't go over five innings, though. Yeah, he's a five-inning warrior, though. So it, the best bet is probably take that first five under. For sure, that's probably 80 90% is going to hit. <laughs> but I like the full game under. And I think this probably be like a three-to-one, three-to-two, four-to-two type game. I like the under for the full game. But I think the Dodgers win the series. We can, you know, we can get sneak out of there with a little bit of big series win over the Braves. You guys win tomorrow. That's are you guys playing them on Thursday? I think it's. I think this is a four game series. Yeah, I think so too. Since you're playing in the evening tomorrow. No, three game oh, series. Three game series. Cool. So you guys have Thursday off. Yeah, I already won the the uh, series. Um, Ben, what do you think? I mean, I think you have to go first five under here. Um, just the way that these pitchers have been been pitching, I, I think you could probably go over for the full game. I'm a little surprised that it's sitting at nine um, with the way that these pitchers, you, you know, do start, but you know, those bullpens are taxed and and that's what you really got to be looking here. So I don't necessarily love the full game over, but I, I Irv, I'm with you on that. I, I love that first five under um, both of these pitchers have been pitching really well and it's going to be at what five, four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. With a, a total of nine, so I think mm-hmm. you can, you know, you really bank on on that first five under. Yeah, I'm gonna go Braves money line here. Um, I'm not a fan of Tony Gonsolin, dude. Like this guy is not as good as his numbers portray. One point one three ERA, four point eight two xFIP, four point eight Sierra. Telling y'all, at some point this guy's gonna get fucking shelled, dude, and it's could happen against a Braves team. I mean, the Braves... Well, last year it happened in an all-star game, so... <laughs> the Braves, uh, they've, they've been struggling a little bit. They've lost, uh, you know, three of their last four. But they haven't, you know, today they didn't score any runs, but, you know, they did put up six in their last game, three, three, six, six. I think uh, I think they bust out tomorrow, dude. I mean, I, I don't see the Braves getting swept, dude. Like, they're just too good of a team. Um, so... I like the I like the Braves money line minus one twenty here. I'll probably definitely be playing it as well. Bryce Elder, I don't love Bryce Elder, but he's uh he's been all right. I think I'd, I think it'd even go Dodgers first five minus half a run, and then the Braves full game. Well, Gonsolin might not even make it. Might not, he might not even make it five innings. I mean, he's probably going to make it five, but that's it. Bro, he's so mid, dog. I, bro walks like six batters per nine innings, and somehow he like doesn't. His left on base percentage thirty nine percent. That's because he only pitches five innings. It's insane, dude. He doesn't give up any. He gives a twenty four percent hard contact. That's a good thing. Um, Braves also. I mean, they're not great against right handed pitching, but they're also not terrible. Yeah, uh, better righties against righties than lefties. So I have to know that. No, not, they're, be, they're way better. They're well, the way better against lefties, lefties yeah. but um, the Dodgers bullpen is also trash. <clears throat> they're one of the worst bullpens in baseball this year, which is fucking weird to say, dude. Four point six two ERA for their bullpen. It's usually the strength of their team, dude. But obviously, a lot of injuries there. So 
I mean, I, I don't I don't disagree with taking Dodgers plus a half a run first five. I think if you're gonna play the Dodgers, I think that's the way to do it in this game. But oh, they're plus half a run. Yeah, because they're the dog. Oh, oh, I like it even better. But is, plus a half a run is probably like minus one ninety, since they're even money on the game. Because mm. plus one and a half runs is uh, minus two hundred. Okay. I'm sure there there might be some books out there you can get like an alt first five on minus half a run for the Dodgers. And you can't parlay first fives, right? No, you can. At, at most, can. At I most think books. the max is only like six or seven. Yeah, some books put a limit on it. But if you go to a sports book, yeah, you can do first five, uh, 12, the 12 teamer. Right? I'm going to go Braves money line, though. Lock me in for Braves money line. I'm gonna go first five under. I, I do like that first five under. All right, let's talk about our last matchup. We got the Red Sox versus the Angels. The Red Hot Angels, by the way. Uh, the Red Sox are sending James Paxton to the mound, who uh, is having a little bit of resurgence. He's one and zero in the year. Two point four five ERA, one point oh nine WHIP. He'll be opposing Tyler Anderson, who's 1-0 with a 5.27 ERA and a 1.62 whip. This is a pick game right now. The total's at 9. What do you guys well, think? It all depends on what Tyler Anderson you get because his last couple starts have been pretty good. Yeah, you don't ever know what you're going to get from him. That's why you, when you see Tyler Anderson on the mound, I'll just, um, I'll just be, I would be safe and take the over. I wouldn't say his last few starts have been great. My my problem is Boston, you know, they're good against lefties, 160 ISO, 112 WRC plus, but bro, they they just they haven't been good in their last three games, dude. Like they scored one run in three games. Well I also don't think you know what you're gonna get out of Paxton. He's only started two games against St. Louis on the twelfth when you know, he went five innings, two earned. But and then San Diego, who's been... Go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say, in San Diego, who's been on a major downfall. Yeah, but surprisingly, the Angels haven't been great against left-handed pitching. Yeah. What? But Tyler Anderson has not been... Tyler Anderson has not been good in his last few starts. Last start, he went five, six hits, three earned. I remember what, what, what start was he with seven innings, I think. He's he hasn't. He went against Milwaukee, he went six and two thirds, five okay, hits, one run. That's then he, he against Texas, he went five innings, five hits, two earned, three runs allowed. Cleveland, six innings, six hits, three runs. Baltimore, five innings, six hits, three runs. But damn, the Dodgers got him paid. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's also a reason why they didn't re-sign him, dude. I know. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I have him and Noah Syndergaard though. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong there. Syndergaard is hey, nice, dude. And shout out to my boy Chris Flexen. Ever since he got flexed to the bullpen, he's actually been decent. Yeah, I mean, he has stuff, dude. It's just a. Uh... Yeah, he's not a starter. I, I think he's a good. I think he's a good like fourth or fifth starter. Nah, he was starting this year. They should have DFA'd his ass as a starter. Man, I I agree, Ben. As far as the Paxton things go, goes like 
But this is a dude that's been out of the league for a couple of years, and like now he comes back and he's got two great starts, which is you know a great story. He's phenomenal. Make yeah. sure y'all checking that glove. Could be the sticky stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, who knows, dude? Uh, the Angels are just. I mean, I mean, they're they're playing some incredible baseball right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna fade them until I see them slip. Yeah, they've been playing some damn good baseball. And like I said, they they figured out the bullpen, dude. They moved Chase Silseth to the bullpen and. He's a you know he's a starter so in the bullpen he's giving them high leverage you know a lot of pitches like he can go multiple innings in high leverage situations with the, which has been huge for them. Um, but man, Tyler Anderson, dude, I don't know, bro. He's. I mean, can we say they've been playing that great of baseball? Yeah, bro. They've won what five of their last six. I think then they sweep. Yeah, but no, they two and one against the Twins. Okay, Twins aren't anything special. That whole division is shit. They lost. They actually are a good team. They split the series against Baltimore. Yeah, they lost the series series to the Guardians. They lost the series. They won that series. They won that series against the Guardians. No, Guardians won two one. I thought it was Angels two one. But man, I'm telling you, in the last week, ever since they called up Mickey Moniak, bro, that team is. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, it's two two wins against Boston, two wins against the Twins. I mean, we know Boston isn't it. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I can see the Angels winning this game, but I don't think we can give the Angels that much credit. They're not blowing out any teams. You don't. You don't. You don't blow out every team in baseball, though, Ben. Well, but the last blowout, even close to a blowout, you can say is uh, maybe the four zero win today, maybe the nine five win against yeah, but Baltimore, just, but then they lost seven to three the next day. But you just have to win. Why do you got to blow teams out to be good? You should be blowing out teams that are not good. Yeah, but Boston's a good team. Boston's a mediocre team. Bro. The Twinkies are a mediocre team. The Guardians are a mediocre team. Twins are in first place in their division, though. Like, bro, I don't think I don't think Tyler Anderson's a a great pitcher, dude. And I don't but I don't expect James Paxton to continue a two point four five ERA pace and eleven point four five K per nine. I, I don't disagree with you on that. Not at all. I'm just saying you're giving the Angels a lot of credit. Yeah, I think the Angels, I think they figured things out in the last, ever since they called up Mickey Moniak. Mickey Moniak's first game was game two against the Guardians. Since then, what's their record? Since game two against the Guardians, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, and five. So they're, they have a winning record. That's not fucking. And they've won five of their. La- they've won five of their last six. Like they, they have figured some things out, dude. I mean, Boston is one of the best offensive teams in baseball. They scored one run in two games against them. One. And don't they get lefties well? Yeah, but okay, take take that streak with Boston and out, and they're not even close. But to that, the best but, offensive team. hold on, what? Take that streak that Boston went on. Yeah, but and why, not even why, close why, why are we taking that out? That's that's part of the reason why they are. 
Well, yeah, but that we all know that that streak was a fluke. I mean, you look at Boston's lineup, dude. They got a formidable lineup. It's not like they have a f- bunch of fucking shitty dudes, bro. Masataka's nice. Alex Verdugo hits for average. He's hit for average every year. He's been up in the majors. Rafael Devers is a fucking bomber. You know what I mean? That kid Duran. That kid Duran they have is nice. He's a he was a top prospect. You know what I mean? Like these. It's not like they have a bunch of shitty dudes, bro. Yeah. And they hit left-handed pitching well. I'm lean. I might lean Boston or the over. Um, Boston, yeah, one twelve WRC plus against lefties, one sixty ISO. But man, it's just tough to back them right now, with Irv, because like I, they just haven't been hitting the ball well. That's true. You just told me they had the top uh, offense in baseball. No, I well, said one. I'm saying, yeah, and like they're, but I'm talking since May twentieth, dude. They've only scored five total runs. Mm. But the last lefty they did face, they fucking knocked his ass around. That was Blake Snell. Since May 20th, that's three games. Shout out for uh, the Vegas Knights. Yep. Yeah, uh, Dallas is cooked. Especially with Jamie Ben out. What a fucking pump, too. Oh, my God. What a. Oof. Oh, yeah, he'd get suspended for sure. For sure, yeah. I kind of lean this over, bro. What is that? Uh, nine. James Paxton's coming down to earth, bro. That's pretty high. Either that or I'm taking Angels money line. Minus 110. I'm staying away from this game. I think at some point Boston's gonna wake up. Um, is this the getaway game for them? Are they off tomorrow? Or I'm sorry, are they off? Uh, yeah, they're off Thursday. They're off Thursday. Hmm. Angels off Thursday, too, but they stay at home, face Miami. Boston has to go to Arizona. Thanks. No trends available. Fuck faces. Um, yeah, I think I might have to go with the Angels. It's either the Angels or the over, honestly. Yeah, I think actually I like the Angels' money line. Pick them. I'm going to go under because of trends. They're in L.A., correct? Yeah. Yeah, Angel State. Yeah. Well, they're not in L.A. They're in Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong, my friend. Uh, he said that with a serious ass face, too. He said they ain't in L.A. They're in Orange County. No, I'm, yeah. going, I'm going Boston. Boston 14-8 and eight against the spread away. How'd that work out uh, today? Great. Uh, it's still trends, brother. Uh, are at gonna, home, are you, are you going to take on um, nine and fourteen? Um, under is hitting more for the Angels at home. 
You've got LA 13 and 10 at home away, Boston 11 11. It's time for them to step that up. Yep. Man, I think the so against the spread. Ball. So what are we at? Plus one and a half. Oh, that's fucking lame. Plus one ninety or minus or minus one ninety five. Yeah, it's a pick plus one game, dude. Yeah. So pick them. I don't know, man. Tyler Anderson can't give up runs. I think it's. I think it might be the over. I, I, both of y'all feel like both of these pitchers are due for, well, Paxton is due for a regression, and y'all said Anderson is giving up <laughs> runs pretty much every start, most yeah. runs. Yeah. Well, Tyler Anderson, I, he he's. And his XFIP is even worse. So, I mean, he's pitched worse than his ERA. Yeah. Actually, I might change my pick to Boston here. Because the Angels, 40% win percentage after a win, dude. Mm. And what are the chances the Red Sox get swept? Not high. Staying away. I'm not betting on this game. I lean Boston, but that's it. I don't know, man. I kind of like the Angels, bro. I just like the way they're playing right now. They're just playing some great ball. James Paxson definitely due for some fucking regression. All right. Let's go, y'all. Let's get some best bets, fellas. What do we like tomorrow? Uh, My best bets are... First five under for the Dodgers, and give me the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays money line. I'm my, you're, on, uh, you're on Tampa Bay. Hold on, Tampa Bay Rays minus two hundred. Well, I might have to do. Yeah, that's not a great value. I mean, it's good value if you think they're gonna win. Yeah, down. I think they're gonna win, but uh, what's this doing? You just doing a single game? Yeah, you just might as well do them run line. I think. I think uh, McKenna has a big bounce back for tomorrow after getting spanked twenty to one. All right, Ben. Um, so I'm going to go raise first five minus a half a run, and okay. then I'm going to go New York Baltimore first five over, um, and then I'm going to go with a super bet of the LA Atlanta game. We're going to go first five under four and a half, Dodgers plus a half a run, Atlanta money line on on. Atlanta Dodgers first five under four and a half. What was the other? Dodgers first five plus half a run and Atlanta money line. First and another five. best bet is we didn't talk much about it, but the Panthers are sending the Hurricanes home tomorrow. All right, my bet. Hold on, before we get to that, my best bet is uh, I'm going Braves money line minus one twenty and O's plus one fifteen. Money line, both of them. Those are my two best bets. Let's get it. All right. Before we get out of here, let's talk some hockey. Uh, Vegas sweeps or three zero. They can't sweep the series. Or you just mentioned that you think the Panthers are going to sweep the series. Yeah. Because it's funny. Because I thought Carolina dominated last game, dude. They had like forty shots on goal, but Bobrovsky just fucking. 
I mean, yeah, because dude's a wall right now. He's the Berlin wall before they tore it down. You can't, you're not getting shit past him right he's now. Playing to his contract, and that's exactly why they signed him, however many years ago, to suck ass for a couple years <laughs> until it was time. He's gonna win them the cup. Yeah, because so Ben Hurricanes have had too many opportunities, man. And when you're missing wide open nets and just keep the puck is just not falling your way. It's only so much longer you can try to ride it out and try to get some momentum back. And the other team is seizing every opportunity. And the Panthers' power play, which is the Hurricanes' strength, their power play has been damn, damn amazing this series. So, hey Ben, Ben swears that the fucking uh, the Knights have no chance of winning the Stanley Cup. Nah, they do. They packing up his stars. They definitely got a chance to understand. Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously they have a chance. Those those was Ben's boys. I still think East Coast is – I think the East Coast would win either of these games, either of these two teams. I think Carolina or Florida would beat Vegas or Dallas. It's crazy because the market says otherwise. The market has Vegas or Dallas beating Florida or uh, Carolina. It's great. Vegas likes to win money. So you got Aiden Hill versus Borowski. Bet every under every game this Stanley Cup final is probably going to be three to two and probably headed to overtime. <laughs> it's awesome that Aiden Hill fucking finally decides to be a good goalie when yeah, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> let me guess. Y'all, y'all thought I was dumb when I was excited about Aiden Hill coming. Let the me guess. Aiden Hill used to be a San Jose Shark. It was our fucking defense that sucked. <laughs> oh. But shout out to San Jose. Yes, shout out away. To Aaron Gordon, baby. Let's go. Nuggets. Yep. Shout, shout out to that number three pick. Number three pick for what? Uh, no, you got first. the number three pick for uh, the, the draft. Sorry, right, we'll get a good player, dude. Oh, yeah. I thought you had the third pick. Damn. No. This, this year's draft, the first 10 picks are going to get NHL starters within two years, three years. So I'm I'm not worried about. Obviously, Bedard would have been fucking huge. That's a that's a change for that's a franchise changing pick. Yeah, uh, for the franchise. He's the Victor Wembanyama of yep. the NHL draft. Yeah, but they're still gonna. You're still gonna get good players, and I think if we do get what's his name, uh, Milikovs, the Russian kid. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is like he just signed a KHL contract for, so he can't even come over to the states for like three years. Yeah, but he's young. He'll Damn, they don't get to give him an out. I mean, I'm sure like the Sharks There's could like out, pay yeah. for an out, but mm-hmm. according to uh, Chris Ransom of Draft Utopia, he was telling me that this kid would have gone number one last year. He would have gone number one next year. He's draft eligible this year, but he's gonna slide because he just signed this KHL contract. So like he he can't can't come over to the States right away. So it's like two, definitely not coming over this year, maybe next year, maybe the year after, but definitely not this year. Yeah. But that's not a, unless you have a kid like Bedard, you're probably not going to see him. Those kids are so young. Well, I think that kid, I think that other guy, Will Smith, he's pretty nice. He slap people in the face. He scored. Uh, he has like the second most points ever scored in the USH USHL. He also drafted. I mean, 
we're either drafting him or the Russian kid. Whichever one falls to us is the one we're taking. But we're probably going to end up with the Russian kid because of the fact that, like, he can't play for, like, two or three years. So, but who knows, dude? Like, you know, Columbus fucking sucks dick. So they might be like, yo, we're, we're willing to wait a couple of years. And yeah, we'll get another first uh, overall pick next year. Well, not another. But that's but... the thing, Ben, is like, either either of the teams that take that kid are probably going to suck next year, regardless. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, well, are y'all happy Victor is headed to San Antonio? No, I think it's another fucking uh, 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 a special early Christmas gift for a present with uh, Popovich. Yeah, and I think it's another fixed fucking draft. So, yeah, man, I sucks. Bro. We can't have this shit behind closed doors. Yeah, dude, they gotta start fucking doing this shit. My my biggest issue though with with the NBA lottery with the NBA draft this year is like. It's like we just keep recycling the same fucking good teams, dude. It's like Charlotte has been dog shit because, like, they can never get a fucking first overall pick. Like, they're always in purgatory, dude. They're either, like, a fucking fringe playoff team or they're, they're like, right in between. They're in between a bad team and a, and a lottery team every year. And it's like those teams, it's, it's hard for those teams to become good because they never get an opportunity to draft a franchise-changing player, right? And it's like... Well, wasn't Lamelo supposed to be that franchise changing player? He, dude, he absolutely yeah. is. But it's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They got no one else to play with him. Yeah, and the only reason why he fell to them, they had the third pick, was because the fucking Warriors are stupid as dog shit. <laughs> so, you know, not there, wrong. There's that. Then they draft. They drafted Wiseman, right? Wiseman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They drafted need over talent, Sheesh. which you never do. But Boy. it's like. It's like San Antonio's bad for one year, and they're like, oh, here you go, yeah. dude. You had David Robinson, you had Tim Duncan, and now you get Victor Weminyama. Well, and doesn't Victor know, like, two of the guys in the, the yeah, because like, Spurs Association? Tony Parker you know, and Boris uh, Tony Parker, I don't know if he's been, like, a mentor, but he's been close to him. Yeah. I guess. Boris Diaw. Reports came out that Victor wanted to go to San Antonio, so... It's, it's shame, such man. a crock of shit. Yeah. And you have a fucking NHL team that molests a child and gets the first overall pick. They tried to cover it up, too. Yeah. Damn. Congratulations. Yeah, going to be back. Here's Eric Bedard. Or uh, here's Connor Bedard. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to let uh, Quenville come back in and walk fucking with no problems. The same coach? Yep. Are you yeah, serious? Bumble is meeting with um, Bettman to get reinstated in the NHL after, what, a year and a half being out? Because he's got to take some time off. No. That's some nasty stuff by that Chicago organization, bro. Exactly. That's some <laughs> nasty work right there. Oh, my yep. goodness, bro. Oh. Well, you know, I wish nothing but failure for that franchise. Yeah, will, it's not gonna happen. I will get Bedard, a though. Connor Bedard uh, Blackhawks jersey, though. I will say that. Your boy Gallon on the mound tomorrow versus Ranger Suarez for the Phillies. Man, the Phillies are in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, but the Diamondbacks can't hit lefties very well. <laughs> I know, so probably take the under for that game. 
But your boy Trey Turner, three hundred million. Enjoy, Philly fans. What about uh, speaking of Trey? Ice Trey going to L.A. I saw you in the hopping. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think if we don't, if we offload D'Lo. I think Kyrie might find his way to L.A. Yep, I agree. But I do think that there is a possibility that LeBron could take less money to go play for a contender next year. Because you could tell, like, in that press conference, bro, he's like, bro, like, in his... Obviously, I'm fucking spitballing here, but it looked like he was like, bro, I'm 38, and I just fucking had to go out and score 40 for my team to even have a chance to win because my top 75 player is a fucking chump, and he's a bozo, and he's soft as shit. I mean, dude, like, I just I don't know how you can be a better team when you got a guy like Anthony Davis who plays as inconsistent as he does. Like I just don't know what upgrades you can make, dude. Yeah, you don't know. So if I'm LeBron, and it's like if if his dream is to play with Bronny, and you know he did say like that's my dream, that's not Bronny's dream. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's no guarantee that Bronny even comes out next year. You know, what if he loves college? What if he like, loves playing at USC? There's zero guarantee he comes out to the NBA draft, dude. Yeah. And if that's... Well, and is it, a, it would, isn't even a good draft for him to come out in? I mean, right now he's projected to be a top 20 pick, so that's still good. You know what I mean? But, like, again, like, he he's going to make, like, $10 million next year as a college yeah. kid, bro. Yeah. So why go to the NBA when he can make more money in college? And have a way better, like, he's not under the spotlight that he is in the NBA. Well, he'll probably be under a spotlight because he's LeBron's kid. But, I mean, yeah. like, he still gets to be a college athlete, dude, a student athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I just, I, when LeBron said that in my head, I was like, okay, there's a real possibility he could bounce to another team next year and for less money just to play on a contender because, you know, he's 38 years old, bro. He can't continue carrying teams, dude. We saw it this year. Like, he couldn't do it every game. Like, he's got to, like, pick his spots and shit. So, it's like. But then we know he's not going to go uh, to Golden State because he wants to have more rings than Curry. He wouldn't want to send him out. No, that's not. He's never once said that. Just, and, you know, he's. Regardless of what people say, like, him and Draymond are their homies, dude. They're tight. Oh, yeah. So, it's yep. like. And we saw it in the All Star game. Him and Steph played. We're having so much fun out there playing together. Yeah, he, him and he's always like playing with Steph, dude. He's always yeah. said he wanted to play with Steph, and yeah. I think the the thing is, is like, you know, are the Warriors going to re-sign Draymond? I think that's the key thing because yeah. that is a destination I could see LeBron going to. He's you know he's only a fucking one hour flight away from L A, so he can go see Bronny and. In LA, and obviously Bronny's gonna be in the Pac-12, so he could fucking fly he's gonna around. Be playing Stanford, he's gonna be playing uh, Cal. He'll, he'll be playing Cal, all yeah. over the West Coast, and and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like he signs le- for less money. If the Warriors are like, hey man, like take two weeks off in the middle of the season, like go fucking enjoy your family for a little bit. Is he a free agent or is he contracted? He's free agent. Oh, okay, I'm gonna shit dude. trade. Uh... I thought he's only had a two-year deal. He has a player option, so yeah, yeah. he could be a free. He can opt out. Trade Jordan Poole for him. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, man, I just 
I mean, all options are open, man, including yep. retirement. And I kind of like, I kind of understand it too because like when I don't know, or when Bronny did his uh, signing day, when he did his like signing moment, like his mom and his brother were there, but his dad wasn't there. His dad was in fucking Memphis, or no, no, he had to get ready for um, Golden State. He was, you know, he was getting ready for a game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, that's what I'm saying is like he wasn't there. Yeah, 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 you can you schedule that, and he wants to be in those. Like he want, like you could tell, like he fucking really cares about his kids, dude. Like he wants to be in his kids' lives and and do the day to day. And I think Melo coming out with that video that LeBron shot for him, right? And Melo really talked about like his kid, like you're gonna carry the torch now. I think that might have hit something in LeBron's nerves. Like, yo, maybe it's time to hang it up, dude. Like I've done all I can do. I've done everything. Like there's nothing. There's nothing LeBron can do more, dude. He passed Wilt. I mean, he passed Kareem. No, it, it, it's living his dream of playing with his son. That's that's it. That's, that's all it. that's left. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's the only thing that's left, bro. Yep. So, like, um, for LeBron, I think that's enough. But is is it enough? Like, what if? What if Bronny goes through the year and he's like, I don't want to come out of the draft this year. Like, I want to stay in college. You sign a deal with a team to play one game. Whoever, whoever you, whoever uh, Bronny goes to and plays. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, he got a lot to think about. So we'll find out. Yep. crazy bro yep it's just it's, end, end of an era it, it, that's it i was like awesome. sitting i was sitting there last night and i was just like man like you know all the players i grew up watching have all retired right now you know what i mean except for lebron is the only LeBron. guy left standing who played professional basketball when i was in high school but like he's only a year older than me dude so it's not like i was a senior when he got or i was going into my senior year when he got drafted, right? So it's like, to me, he's not even a guy I grew up watching. I just grew up, I've I've watched him for 20 years, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's insane. Someone had the audacity to to comment on my post last night and say, you used to hate LeBron. Ryan, what? You got the wrong, you're talking to the wrong dude, bro. (laughs) You got the wrong guy mixed up. But man, LeBron, hell of a career, man. If he does hang it up, it has been an yep. absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Watching that man play basketball. One of the greatest yeah. to ever lace him up, man. And no one will probably no ever either. break his record. It'll be another 20, 30 years. Yep. As soon as they invent some way where a guy can fucking go out and play 38 minutes a game and. For 20, 15, 20 years, not get hurt. Man. That record is safe. Yep. Y'all think oh, this, for sure. Y'all think the Celtics have a chance? No. But to win the series? Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, what they what they did tonight, they could they could easily do that three more times. They it, tonight showed that 
when they figured out that zone, they do it win. three more times in a row. Though that's, that's they're a way better team. To they're a way better team. I don't. I don't disagree with that. And but those, to do that three more times in a row. And if those Jags don't continue to play over their head, yeah, I can see the Celtics because they're winning game. Uh, they're winning game five. This is the thing. This is where I'm at. So I thought the Celtics could win in four or five to begin with. So like winning four games in a row, in my opinion, is not out of the realm of possibility because this is a team that is so much better than the other team. It's just the Heat are playing way over their heads, dude. They got Gabe Vincent dropping 29, Caleb Martin dropping 25. You know what I mean? That's just not sustainable, dude. Uh, and now I think I think the Celtics kind of fucking realize that. Like, they went back and they were like, yo, look, we're the better team, dude. You know what I mean? And, like, in, I thought... I thought that it was a huge moment for the Celtics because they, they straight gave up in game three, dude. Like, we watched it in real time. They gave up. And for them to come back and be and have that type of performance, and now you give them life, bro, this is a – the Celtics are absolutely a team that can win three in a row. It would not shock me. It is not out of the realm of possibility. But now they have to win four in a row. So they, they no, have they, to win, again, three more. They have more, four in a but, row, but I'm saying they have to yeah. win three more in a row. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. They're, they're a much better basketball I'm team. Saying that. If they win game five and they win game six – they're winning game seven. <laughs> that I don't disagree with, but winning game six is going to be hard. If they nah, win, if because they, it's going to take Jimmy Butler getting 35 to 40 and those Jags playing completely over their head. And like you said, they did it against the Bucks. They did it against the. Uh, oh, they actually had a bad series against the Knicks, dude. The Knicks are just dog shit. The Knicks are just fucking trash. But, yeah, they're not good. Yeah, so. And to be honest, like if you if you go back at the Bucks series, bro, the Bucks averaged like 120 points against them. It's just the Bucks couldn't stop them. They were shooting because the Heat were shooting 47 percent on contested three point shots. Like that's just that's unsustainable, dude. You cannot sustain 47 percent. Yeah, the Heat not in it tonight. They should be. They they definitely should be worried. Yeah, they gave they gave the Celtics life, bro. They were at home, could have closed them out. And they gave the Celtics life, bro. Now the Celtics go back home. They win game. They win game five, and now you put a ton of pressure on Miami. So it's like, bro, y'all y'all won three games, and now you can't close them out. Like now, all the pressure falls back on Miami, and it's like, and that's a team of Jags, dude. Like that's that's where the pressure starts to build up, dude. Because those aren't stars. Your stars show up. But they have one star in Jimmy Butler. Maybe Bam out of bio, but Bam Bam out of bio is not a guy that's gonna fucking take over a game. You know what not I mean? So I definitely think Boston is in play to win this series, dude. I thought Miami they let a great opportunity slip them by today. It's like I told Felipe earlier, Irv, like he was joking oh, about Jalen Brown and um Fucking uh, Marcus Smart saying, "Don't let us win one," but it's, it's it's true, bro. Like, you let them win one, you give them all the pressures on you, bro. All the pressures on Miami next game, and Boston's at home. Yep. Boston's gonna win this series. Mark my fucking words. And honestly, as someone with a Nuggets plus oh, shit, six, chug a beer. Yeah, we're gonna do it Sunday. 
Okay. I was going to say, let's put a fucking uh, another beer chug on it. Well, no, because, dude, Miami's up three to one. So you got to give me better odds than that. Like, you got to do a bunch you, of challenges. You're, you're fucking so confident over here. Yeah, but I still want the odds. Like, if I'm deeper, if I'm a player, a, a deeper chug. Nah, if I'm going to play it, because I, if I play it at the book, I get like plus 600, plus 550. So, what, so you need to do a large one-chip challenge for that. But are you kidding me? Yeah, if the Heat lose? You just said it. you are so confident that Boston is going to win this series. No, I said I think Boston's going to win this series. But, yeah. Ben, if I go to the book, I get plus 550. Great, we're it, not the book. If you go to the book and you're like, I like Miami, they're like, oh, it's minus four fifty. So you gotta lay four hundred fifty dollars and win a hundred. So great, we gotta even this out. So large one chip challenge to a double IPA chug. No, <laughs> go. I'm banking on your confidence because you're so no. confident about this. And if you're not, not fair. willing to, not if you're not willing to do that, then we're not gonna do it. Confident based on the odds. You give me good odds. We're talking about chugging a beer. Yeah, but it's like... Pansy. Why should I have to chug a beer for a team down 3-1? Because you're so back? confident that they're going to win this series. Man. Or what do you think, dude? That's some, <laughs> that's some fucked up odds, right? Yeah, Jordan, your odds got to be way worse than Jordan's because yeah. you're a 3-1. Yeah, you got to you gotta t- chug like two double IPAs in a row. <laughs> Confidence. You gotta chug a whole pint of Hennessy. <laughs> no, we're not Lord. doing that, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking fall out of my stool. Yeah, we, we don't need him throwing up on fucking the live stream, dude. That's oh man, coughing up shock. Jesus, I think I, I think I still have a little bit of Hennessy left. Oh Jeez. god, dude. I didn't kill that one. Let's see. No, please, please, no. It tastes way better cold though. I still got a lot of that oh, left. Oh shit, still have a lot of it left. Oh god, dude! No. The craziest part is you drink say you actually think is like really, really good. All right, so when are we gonna do the porter chug? Is it gonna be Sunday yeah, or Sunday? Should we wait till the end of Stanley Cup? Oh, I'm glad I won my bet because I would have to. Drink no, it we'd, we do it yeah. Sunday because the Oilers are already ahead of it. So, Hold on, what did you lose? What bet did you lose? Uh, to Irv, uh, Warriors, oh, yeah, Lakers. Warriors. That's right. Yep. One, two, three, Cancun. We we together. <laughs> I was gonna say, where are you guys at? One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> you were just like one, two, three, four, Cancun. Lakers <laughs> just a little later. Too. Lakers might have exerted too much energy in that series, dude. Yep, that's the problem having a thirty-eight-year-old LeBron, dude. But man, all right. So Sunday it is. Sunday Porter. Porter. Fuck my life, dude. I'm not looking forward to that. Nope. Are we doing 12 ounce or 16 ounce? I mean, I don't even know where to find a 12 ounce Porter, dude. Okay. Well, you let me know if you find a. I. I mean, I got a total wine right next to me, so I can. I can get either. We're both doing it. Right. Irv, you better have some sort of a beer. Well, when Vegas <laughs> is in the Stanley Cup, we're going to make another bet because I know you're going to bet against I'm gonna give Vegas. Me a, I'm going to give me an old English. 
That's fine. <laughs> An OE, baby. Hey, let's go. Hey, Irv. Edward, Edward 40 hands challenge. Irv, because I know Ben hasn't watched it. Have you watched uh, The New White Man Can't Jump? Is that even out yet? Yeah, it's on Hulu. They need to leave classics alone. Um, I'm going to say this. Nah, actually, I watched it. It was actually pretty. It was pretty actually. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. It was actually yeah. pretty damn good. Uh, I don't know if pretty damn good. I will say this. Uh, it was better than I anticipated, but I was I, I was anticipating a, absolute dog shit, dude. So that's not saying much. Um, well, fucking Jack Harlow on all the interviews have, has been like an absolute idiot talking about basketball. He has absolutely no idea. Well, Jack Harlow happening. can't act either. Okay, he was terrible <laughs> acting. Um, yeah, but I, I I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was like it was a cool watch. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like great. It was better than How High too. That doesn't surprise uh, me. <laughs> that was one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, but the the original How High was fucking awesome. I know that's a classic. What's his name? I need money. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, man. Just All right. imagine people was actually living on a college campus with their uh, homeboys back in those days. Those was the good days. Uh, no regulation on housing. All right, y'all. We appreciate you for hanging out with us. Um, I'll be back Friday with Aaron Kidd. We have Adam Trigger coming on from Wager Talk. So we'll be breaking down some Major League Baseball, getting deep and dirty. We might also be talking some KBO baseball as well. So you definitely, yeah, so you def- de- definitely want to tap in with that. Um, we'll be back Sunday with Ben and Irv. Ben and I will be doing our reporter chug. So you definitely don't want to miss that. One of us might throw up on live stream. Probably be me. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but, man, we appreciate y'all so much for hanging out with us, man. Let's get to the window. Let's get some fucking winners for tomorrow. Um Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. Love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Have a blessed Wednesday. Let's get this money.